Hello, my name is Matthew Brown, and thank you for tuning in to Brown on Brand. Season three is well underway as we dive into the depths of marketing during the digital age and how to navigate the unique pitfalls of 2020. We're back with two guests that know a thing or two about how to posture your business to succeed online. Please welcome Dr. Michael Turner of Conforti Chiropractic and Wellness Centers, as well as Dr. Paul Ophili of Ophili Chiropractic, two Tampa area chiropractors with a unique approach to digital marketing. Gentlemen, thanks for joining. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Tell me a bit about yourselves and how long you've been in the chiropractic industry. Well, uh, I've been practicing for uh, close to 20 years now. Um, we've been been uh, basically one practice for about 16 years, Conforti Chiropractic, and part of a larger group called Champion Wellness Centers in the Tampa Bay area, which we grouped together for marketing purposes. Uh, but we're like-minded chiropractors. But uh, yeah, I, I've been wanted, I wanted to become a chiropractor since I was 14 years old. I was... Uh, I got to see how it helped my brother when no other doctor could after a pretty serious football injury. And that's when I decided that, that this was uh, the field for me. And, and uh, I've loved it ever since. Uh, I've been a chiropractor for coming up on my sixth year now. Um, recently just lo- uh, relocated from California to Florida. So I've been in Florida for over a year now. Um, I loved every bit of part, part of being a chiropractor. It's like, like the most exciting thing. Um, personally, I think the profession is on the up and up right now, given the COVID crisis and where we're going with chiropractic. I'm just happy to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that. And as chiropractors, you guys are obviously the face of your business. So when you're doing marketing, it, you know, how does it influence the marketing? You both being the face of your business and do you appear a lot in your marketing materials? Yeah, I think it's really important for us to be the face of the marketing material. The reason why is because we live in a world today where it's the it's the show me. You creating a, a frequency who can actually see your face. There's a gra- uh, gravitation towards what someone is marketing. And also, people can feel energy. And I think when you put your face and your brand out there and who you are as a person, people can relate to that. And I think in a world today, people want honesty. And I think having us in videos and pictures and, you know, giving educational things, people can feel energy and they're more likely to see somebody that they like versus dislike. So I definitely think it's really important to have our face as the marketing tool. Well, you know, I was going to agree. I mean, even my ugly mug, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's nice, you know, for some people come in, I, 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 about two weeks ago, I walked out from, you know, about to come out and see a new patient. And uh, the wife said, oh, that's the guy from the videos. And I and I, I thought that was interesting because mm-hmm. sometimes we just put those videos out there. We don't know who's going to see them or not. But I, I thought I found that to be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, content, you know, creating content has just become the leading form of, you know, information about a business, about people, about brands, etc. And so in light of kind of COVID-19, you know, aside from, uh, you know, hair salons and restaurants, just so many disrupted verticals, I've got to think that chiropractic has been, you know, disrupted as well. How have you navigated around that scenario? Yeah, when everything, uh, when everything, you know, hit the fan proverbially, or actually, um, in mid-March, um, us, like, like anybody, we, we took a big hit, you know, there was about a 50% drop in, in, uh, in what we would see in a typical week. But we started growing back pretty short, pretty quickly afterwards. Afterward, uh, you know, we, we we got there. We got out on the internet. We got out, uh, sent out stuff through uh, through email and stuff. Let people know what we're doing, and uh, and 
what we're doing actually didn't change that much. We just let them know what we're doing about. The only thing we changed was putting a UV light in our air conditioning because all the, all the cleaning protocols, they were already in place. And, um, and so that, that we kind of gradually got back to normal within about a month or so. Right. Like a lot of businesses, maybe restaurants that we mentioned and hair salons, they might have not had those protocols in place with the sanitization efforts, et cetera. And with the chiropractic practice, obviously you had a lot of that in place ahead of even COVID. Yeah, we, we, we altered our, our scheduling as well. I mean, yeah, so not as many people were coming in around the same time. And so going along with the program to make sure that people were coming in and going in a, and flowing in a, in a reasonable way where one big crowds in one area. You guys are creating a lot of content with videos, et cetera. Has COVID changed the way you approach the marketing side or the content creation side? Well, I think it, one with, I think when COVID hit, especially in the chiropractic field, a lot of people panicked. A lot of chiropractors that saw panic kind of got away from marketing their business. I saw it, Dr. T saw it as an opportunity to go ahead and market more. So I actually told my marketing team to double my ad spend, right? At that time when COVID hit, the reason why is because the, the market became very scarce, right? There wasn't a lot of people doing a lot of marketing at that time because people weren't sure if they should even be out there doing things, right? So when you do something like that, you could possibly be at the back end. Now you're at the fore end because you're everywhere, right? When no one else is marketing, you're marketing still. So. I personally see that COVID-19 was some of the best thing, and I say that in, in, in the most uh, politically correct way, is because people care more about their health now, right? And it's at the forefront of their mind, and all you see is these particular ads pertaining on how to get better health all the time. And when they see the videos and all that stuff, and also I think people wanted a break. And when we saw the ad, you saw me or T, we don't wear a mask in, in the video. We do wear it in the office, but that normalcy made people feel normal again in a time of uncertainty. You know what I mean? So I think it was a big component um, of people trying to get back to what they know and also get their health back at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. And so there has to be so many different facets of this business, right? From people who might have been in uh, car accidents, to athletes who might have injuries, to young people that might have problems from a muscular or a bone structure standpoint. Like when you're thinking about marketing this business, like how do you hone in? You know, do, are you familiar with like what the, the searches are online or, or like what are you honing in there? Well, content, you do, you do a little bit on each, on each subject, you know, and, and the best videos I've, I've done, the best videos that have, that have produced well or, or been viewed a great deal were the ones that were just off the top of my head. I, I set up a camera in my office or I set up a camera I, at, you know, in my truck once I got to my car, sorry, once I got to my house and just started talking. And about two minutes later, I finish and throw it online and see what happens. And, and those tend to do the best because you know, I, there was one I did on, on a car accident, literally saw a car accident on my way home. And, and I was like, man, like, my fear was that that person's going to go take a bunch of medications and, you know, they'll create a new normal. About 10 years later, they're going to wonder why they're in so much pain. And, you know, we, we see that all the time. But if we can take care of it right away. And that was, you know, that was what I wanted to say. And I put it out there and, and, it, and it's something that resonated with people. Yeah, absolutely. And are there keywords and things that you're loading in there to, to get exposure? Are you focusing on that at all? So, you know, obviously, the, some of the keywords are headaches, back pain, uh, 
neck pain. Like back pain itself is a almost a billion dollar business. You know what I mean? And sometimes we shy away from that particular word, but it's the education component of it that makes it more intriguing for people. Because when you hear back pain, it can sound really boring, right? But if you make it um, and, and, and package it for that person directly, they can understand because it's an epidemic that's going down right now. A lot of people are working from home. They're sitting all day long, right? Sitting is the new smoking. They say that um, sitting is killing more people than smoking. And with that in mind, putting it in someone's brain by making a video like Dr. T has or I have, it can really just package that this can affect you in the future. So using those keywords are also are really important. Yeah, what a great piece of content. I read a great article just this morning about how not to live at work when you're working from home. And I think, you know, looking at my development staff, you know, and we see some of these updates at 11 o'clock at night, you know, midnight, and you can just picture people that are in front of the keyboard all the time, horrible for posture. And you made a great point about um, the search term back pain, and it can be boring. But I can tell you, if you've ever had real back pain, it's anything but boring. I mean, it's just debilitating. The number one cause of, um, of disability in America is lower back pain. The number one cause. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it, it has to be. And I, I got close to, um, you know, surgery and having surgery. And of course, I, I went in through chiropractic uh, procedures and I was able to get help and I was able to relieve that. Uh, I guess it was a degenerative disc is what it was called. And so it was just pinching a nerve. And thank God I didn't go under the knife because that was 11 years ago and I'm, you know, back to being halfway healthy and, and it just, it could be so debilitating. Yeah. I love hearing that. It's what we do on a daily basis and it's uh, helping people get their life back without having those, uh, those long-term effects. Sometimes surgery is necessary, but it, but a lot of times you can avoid it by doing natural things. There's some other just tweaks that we can do in terms of texting. When people text or kind of going, bring the head down and looking at their phone this way, if you bring the head up and text from a neutral position, that's going to cause the head to not to have the anterior head carriage. Anterior head carriage basically doubles the weight from up top down below, right? So when we bring the head back in extension, it's more in a neutral position, right? Versus this all day long. And if you think about it, we spend majority of our day in inflection. Name one thing that we do in a day that causes extension. Most of it is flexion. To think about it, you know what the biggest key that is? It's showing people their x-ray. It scares the bejesus out of people to see how much anterior yeah. head carriage one may have and not know of, right? When, a lot of times when clients see it, <laughs> they, they make the corrections themselves, which <laughs> you, is the funny thing. You show the x-ray, they immediately go like this. <laughs> Well, so I mean, if you think about it, smartphones have been around since what, like what, 2006? Yep. Right, and right. and I'm seeing people in the early 20s or mid 20s with uh, degenerative changes in their Crazy. cervical spines, and they've never had a car accident. They never played football. They never they never had a, a serious injury. And they're like, I don't know why that's happening. Right. Well, it's because they've been like this. Like, you know, I've I have teenage uh, children, and since they were kids, you want to be on your iPad? Sure, no problem. Just lay on your stomach, so you're like this. Right. And, uh, and so things like that, uh, you know, teaching people those postural changes right. uh, can have a long-term effect on their overall health and well-being. Because when they go like this, degeneration lower portion of the neck, right. headaches, uh, affects your thyroid. Right. That's where the nerves come out of the, go, go to your thyroid. 
affects the uh, extremities because right. the, the brachial plexus go out from, from the middle, middle to lower portion of the neck. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it can affect your long-term health just by changing a few postural things. No doubt. And I've got to think with technology, there were some great nuggets in there. Um, it, it, we may be at a point in the, the human lifespan of where, um, you know, we're changing our structural design, uh, you know, as a being because of these smart devices walking around all day, head tilted forward. Um, you know, the, I can see where your business could boom around the correctiveness of that. I've got to think businesses, um, with all the things that we do with the popcorn machines, everything else, it might be a good idea for businesses to come in and have some things corrected or if nothing else, an educational seminar, because I got to tell you, one of the things I'm going to tell my teenage daughters, they're on their iPads all the time is, and I never thought about this. If you're going to be ingesting content for a long amount of time, it would be nice to be able to lay on your back because it's going to straighten you up, relax that spine, etc. So those are some great nuggets inside of that. News article story of the week. Duncan Brands is in talk to sell itself to go private. $9 billion. Duncan Brands, the parent company of Duncan and Baskin Robbins chains, is in talks to sell itself to a private equity-backed company, Inspired Brands, for again, $9 billion. The transaction would add Duncan Brands to Inspire Brands portfolio, which includes Arby's, Buffalo Wild Wings, Sonic, and Jimmy John's. Inspired is backed by the private equity firm Rourke Capital. It took an initial hit in the pandemic, reporting a 20% drop in the second quarter and announcing plans to close about 800 of its least profitable stores. But business since then has been improving. Are you guys coffee drinkers? As of this year, (laughs) I'm in my 40s and I just started drinking coffee. Duncan's only interesting, right, to coffee drinkers. And I've got some pretty strong feelings about coffee because I'm a big coffee drinker. And I've I've moved to a uh, French press here in the office. But I I go through Dunkin' Donuts, and quite frankly, it tastes like sock water. Yeah, it's uh, not for me. Not for me. I I was doing a French press, and then uh, we we got a uh, different coffee maker. And I, I, I'm, I'm a snob about it now. <laughs> I am too. I am too. And maybe, maybe that's harsh on Duncan because they do some things really well. Um, but I, I'm not a huge fan of their coffee. Hey, $9 billion. They're doing something right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, are they as valuable as Starbucks? Maybe well, the location and the distribution points. Hmm. Well, I mean, obviously Inspire sees something in them, you know, uh, and you know, in, you know, the, you said second quarter they had a twenty percent drop. I think that's pretty good considering what happened in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know, I don't know about you know worldwide business and stuff like that, but I do know just like us on a smaller scale, they see something in there, and maybe Inspire can do something and change what they and and build on what they've done. Because right now, if if you're not changing with the market, if you're not evolving with the market, you're already behind the curve. Right. And even if it, even if it's something that's not right, try it. You know, and if it doesn't work, own up to it and, and then evolve again. Because uh, by, if you're waiting for somebody else to figure it out for you, you're gonna you're gonna miss that curve and you're gonna be on the downslope again. So you know, so Inspired obviously see something with uh, what do they have like twenty one thousand between the, them and Baskin Robbins worldwide? Mm-hmm. That's uh, it, it, it's 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 an interesting thing that's going on with uh, business worldwide, and uh, and it's uh, this evolution is going to be interesting over the next year or two. 
Yeah, it's amazing to watch this business transform. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I kind of picking off what uh, Dr. T was talking about. And uh, one of my favorite um, entrepreneurs is Gary Vee. And what he says is like the market determines your value, right? So you can be as cool as you think you want, thinking you're doing the most innovative thing. The market will tell you what you're worth, right? (laughs) And Dunkin' Donuts obviously has fell behind the curve because when you ask that question, Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks, Starbucks revolutionized coffee. The reason why is because they had a social gathering where people drank coffee versus Dunkin' was a quick go in there and get coffee. What's more with the times now? People want to drink coffee and do lunch together like, like that versus back in the day, people would actually eat food. Now people are doing coffee um, versus having food. So mm-hmm. Starbucks came up with an idea where let's have that here. Let's create a beautiful space where people can come in and have coffee together. And Duncan got left behind in the mud because they didn't update themselves yeah. with the market. And the market today tells you what your value is. I mean, for, even for chiropractors, the same thing. If you're a chiropractor, you want to charge $150 a session. If you're not worth $150, the market will tell you. Why? Because no one will show up, right? That's, and Good. That's a, that's a brilliant point, and there's no way we could get through an episode without Gary Vaynerchuk knowledge. <laughs> and it's so true. I mean, the marketplace is going to figure it out. Obviously, the distribution points, like you talk about with the 20,000-plus locations, you know, there's a lot of power in that. And just little tweaks inside these industries can make a, you know, a, a huge impact at, you know, going, you saw it with straws, right? To where we went to what I call the sippy cup lids. And quite frankly, I'm a huge fan. Any place that has the sippy cup lids for adults, I'm like frequenting there all the time. <laughs> it makes it a lot easier when you're driving. <laughs> well, and it gives the turtles helmets now. <laughs> That's awesome. I know that I know that's going to be pulled out. I'm a huge animal lover, but I couldn't help myself. Listen, gentlemen, I'm really excited to be able to tune in. So what's the name of the podcast going to be? Oh, we're working on a Well, we, we really we started with two caros and a bottle of wine. And actually, we're going to chat about that uh, when we're done. But uh, we, again, that was the original. Got to keep evolving. We'll, we'll figure it out before before we roll. <laughs> I love it. I think you're two great personalities. Um, I'm really looking forward to hopefully participating in one of the workshops. There were some great nuggets there today for our listeners and viewers. Um, you know, everybody can deal with, uh, you know, how much you're on an electronic device hunched over a keyboard and certainly um, appreciate the exercises that you showed us uh, for the people that are watching. Uh, and thanks again, gentlemen. Thanks again, everyone, for our listeners and watchers on Brown on Brand Season 3. I'm really excited to talk to some of these professionals uh, in these different verticals. If you haven't already, follow us on YouTube or at any point, visit us at thumbstopper.fm. Thanks again.